Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Bethel Radio Hour, where Bible study and radio collide. Tonight is our kickoff for the 2023-24 season that we hope will whet your appetite and intrigue you enough to sit in and listen throughout the season. I am Molly Kingston, your BRH producer and fourth chair panelist. Joining me in first chair is Pastor Ben Kingston. Dad, can you give us your summer 2023 takeaway? Kill as many deer as possible so you can have a garden. <laughs> That's it. It's the first thing that came to mind. In second chair, we have Dr. Gavin Hooks. Enlighten us with your summer 2023 takeaway. Uh, it's no no fun. All work, no play makes Jack. Makes Gavin an old dull boy. No, no, it's boy. been a very busy summer. An old dull boy. <laughs> Finally. Old, old boy. <laughs> Finally, our what third chair. Oh, hang on, Gavin. Uh, 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 tell everybody what, what you do for a living. So I'm a veterinarian, and I don't know if you're aware, but the veterinary world went crazy with COVID, and we're just crazy busy. All probably, if you have a pet, you know that already. Trying to get into your vet's a challenge, but that's where I live. So he prays for fleas and ticks every year. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Finally, our third chair panelist is Ryan Mayberry. What is your summer takeaway? Tired. <laughs> we were all. Yes. You can see we're excited yeah. about tonight. Yes, woo! I'll drink some more caffeine. For me personally, my summer 2023 takeaway is that I am blessed beyond measure, especially concerning loved ones, both gone and alive, and that time spent with them is priceless and should be treasured. A change yeah, but you is had, inevitable, you knew what the but when was gonna be, so you're all spiritual. That's not even fair. <laughs> Time spent with families. Change is inevitable, <laughs> but when embraced, will allow the heart to grow. Those in the audience, if you would like to share your own answer to this question, text the number on the screen, and I'll share them throughout the show. Uh, this also applies to any other questions of topics of discussion we broach. And this year, I am also taking suggestions for the questions during the intro. So if you have one that you would like me to ask the panel, please also text the number on the screen. As always, if you listen later online, please comment your answer on the Facebook post and then like and share so others can join in on the fun. And I guess another summer takeaway is that hydrocodone is not good for the movements. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we went, okay. Wow. Yeah. Completely uh, the other way. TMI, right? <laughs> uh, so Molly had surgery had earlier this summer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, almost late spring. June. June. Oh, no. Okay. Summer. Um, and... Uh, we lost uh, my mom, Molly's yeah. grandmother, and uh, Saturday we married off one of our uh, siblings type thing, my son, uh, her sibling. Busy so, summer. Yeah, it's been a busy summer. Uh, Ryan, sounds like you've been doing a lot of masonry. Just a lot of it. A yep. lot of it. Yep. Amen. Uh, and then, Gavin, you've been blessed with uh, pets. So why is it busier because of COVID? 30 words or less. I'm sure that there's going to be a study on this in 100 years while why this happened. But in America, about 50% of, of people in America live by themselves. So when they were sent home for 18 months, they bought to, a dog or they a cat. They had companionship. And uh, it's been great for my industry. It's just finding a happy medium of yeah. making a living and having a living. Right. And right. There you go. Um, cool. Well, so. What we wanted to do, guys, because we've got obviously a very brief moment here, and we do appreciate, uh, we understand that to some level it, it, it was a captive audience, but we appreciate you allowing us to do that. We wanted to let you guys get in on what this is about. Uh, it is a radio program, but not in the sense that it's going out right here, right now. Uh, Brother Brad, 
uh, takes a couple of days to work it up. He does some editing and such, depending on how silly we get and such. But we put it out on the World Wide Web through BethelLondell.com, uh, usually Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the latest type thing. And so what we ask you to do, even if you can't make it to these times, if you've got stuff you need to do, we respect and understand that, listen to it. Uh, if you take a little drive to work or whatever, uh, once it's posted, listen to it. If you like it, like it and share it and the such. Uh, this has been a ministry that has been a blessing to many, many folks. We've got listeners in Pennsylvania uh, and, and other folks because they've told us. Uh, and so we're obviously wanting to expand that uh, viewership and the such. This is our Wednesday night Bible study. Years and years ago now, we had a formal Bible study where we would sit there in that section, 12 to 15 adults every Sunday night while Awana was going on, and we would use Tommy Heigl's uh, stuff, uh, it was the Journey series, and you know it'd be Journey through uh, Genesis, Journey through the Resurrection, whatever the case may be, and we did at least 20 of those, and there's probably 50 Journey series. And we did 15 years of those series. And after 15 years, uh, we had three deacons that were coming on. And I thought this was a great opportunity to let someone else do that Bible study time. So Tara, Gavin, uh, Todd Walters, Tom Nays, uh, they started this BRH. Once I was done with the training the disciples, uh, disciples, yeah, amen, uh, but deacons specifically, I got on the panel as well. And so we've been doing this ever since. Uh, Todd and Tom have rotated off, and uh, Molly and, and Tara rotated off, and Ryan and Molly we rotated off. We can rotate off. off. We, well, no, you can't. It's a lifetime <laughs> sense. But nonetheless, uh, Brother uh, Gavin is a uh, author of two books, The Message of Pain and The Core Principle. Uh, Brother Ryan is a Sunday school teacher here. Uh, Molly has done a lot of things here. Awana, she helps in our praise music. team. Music, mm -hmm. right? Such of that nature. So uh, we are all invested. It wasn't intended this way, but we're also all kin to one another. Uh, Brother-in-law, his, his son-in-law, yeah. my daughter. and But all of these folks uh, have absolutely, they bring their own, if you will, level of Christian commitment uh, to this Bible study. So what I want to do is just real very quickly, because we are running out of time, want to share with you the three segments. This is how we do uh, Bethel Radio Hour. So the first segment will be our Bible study, and I'm using the in quotations with my fingers here. Romans 6, 7, and 8 will be where we start this year. Uh, and I wanted to ask the panel, can you guys uh, give me the subject uh, of these three chapters in Romans, just off the top of your head. It's no big deal if you can't. Sin. Freedom from sin. Sin. Freedom from sin. Oh, I was going to harry the guess of salvation. Yeah, yes. So salvation is handled in one, two, three, four, five, basically the theological doctrine of salvation. But then in 6, 7, and 8, Paul launches into a diatribe on sin, what it is, what it isn't, how to overcome it, and such of that nature. Uh, and so I'm curious also, have you guys ever memorized any of these verses? For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Yeah, so I had the whole chapter the six. Whole, yeah, amen. John Smith was here. So. so through the years here at Bethel, that has been an ongoing, reoccurring challenge to memorize Romans chapter 6. And ultimately, uh, all three chapters, because they all kind of go together. Romans 6 throws you into the depths of that you're not a slave to sin. But then 7 
talks about the reality is, is that we all struggle with it on a daily basis. And then eight talks about how we can truly overcome. Uh, that, that's, y'all know the big home run verse in chapter eight? 828. 828. All things work together. Uh, not, not just hearing 828. <laughs> hey, we're putting these guys on the spot. <laughs> they didn't know he was going to do this. For the good of those All things work together purpose. for good of those who love God and called according to his purpose. Yep, yep. Yep. According to his purpose, yeah. And uh, so we, we want to dive in. And we Honestly, the way we move with 15 you know, minutes a segment, it may take us all year to get through six, seven, and eight. Oh, don't discourage him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's going to be yeah. good. You, you're going to love it. It's an in-depth study. We're going to bring John MacArthur's words in here, uh, J. Vernon McGee, so on and so forth. Let me see how we're doing on time. We're actually doing pretty good. So I, I did have two people text in with their summer uh, takeaways. Um, Mom texted in that we had a great church camp this summer, which is very true. I think we had 16, 16 saved. saved. And then Larry texted in, don't follow your feelings, follow your faith, your principles, and your convictions. Your feelings will probably catch up eventually. Amen. 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 That's the opposite of Disney theology. Mm. You know, follow your heart. Don't do that. The heart mm. is deceitful. The, the heart is deceitful. The desperately wicked, the Bible says, deceitful above all things. So, um, with uh, that said, segment two is usually uh, kind of a current event segment. And these are 15 to 20 minute segments. We usually try to throw as, as funny as we can be uh, some, and we'll, we'll get to that in just a second, like an I'm just saying or a uh, would you we have rather. Break and then, games. Yeah, Molly has some really good ideas along those lines. So uh, the, the, the introduction to that segment is basically, uh, and i got to get to my notes here, um, whether a sugar stick or a mystery topic or a current event. If it's a current event, we'll just all four talk about it, dive into it. But if it's a mystery topic, she's got a little thing that Brad puts up and, you know, it picks one of the panelists, and we get like to do our r- mystery r- topic. Roulette wheel. Roulette wheels. Roulette wheel. Say that three times fast. Mm-hmm. So the mystery topic is more of a maybe. May say um, I can't talk like a controversial subject, but but not on a deep level. But maybe it's a point you're trying to prove, and you're gonna you know sharpen one another on the panel. And of course, you can text in with what your opinions are. But then the sugar stick is a positive. You know, this is something that you're really going to want to get everybody on board with, you know, and talk about. Uh, and then um, the last segment is going to be a book segment. We did last year this precarious, precarious moment. moment by David Barton and something Guthrie. Don't know the other Is guy. it Ken Guthrie? No. Ken Guthrie. Never mind. Marlo? You don't need to know Marlo who Ken Guthrie, Guthrie is. Uh, it's a Guthrie. Uh, so, and it's an excellent book. If you've not read that, uh, this precarious moment, I highly recommend, beg you to read it. Say it again. James oh, Garland. I wasn't even close. Nope. James Garland. There you go. Uh, thank you, Brad. Next time it doesn't go with what I'm saying, don't bring that up. Because <laughs> <laughs> we want them You're to look up the book. They need to know the authors. I'm messing with you. All right. Uh, so, then... Uh, the book segment, get this, guys. We're trying, like fear, to help our parents. Kevin Lehman has written several books on raising children. His most popular book is the Birth Order book. We're not going to discuss that one. <laughs> because it is good. It is a good reference, one. yeah. The book that uh, we're going to dive into is How to Have a New Kid by Friday. 
and there's a couple other books that we'll use as references also. Uh, but I was exposed to this book through a radio program. It was an interview with Kevin. And basically, he, in this book, teaches you and I as parents how not to argue with our kids, but to just put it out there. And when they don't do it, then you have a way to correct them, but you're not arguing with them. And so once the uh, consequential circumstance happens, then you tell them again, this is what you're going to do. If they want to argue, you don't argue. You just correct again, and you go from there. Uh, sounds interesting. And uh, I, we want to get as many tools in our parents' hands to raise wonderful champions for Christ as we can. So this is something that, that we're going to dive into. Uh, I'm asking the panel now, what was your biggest challenge in raising children? And obviously, Ryan and Molly don't have a clue yet. Ryan's got one, one on the uh, in the oven with Sarah. It's uh, getting a crash course wife. coming up here. That's right. Maverick, right? Mm -hmm. Maverick's yep. the name. Excellent. <clears throat> so, Gavin, what was your biggest challenge in raising children? So, one, uh, realizing that every child is going to be completely different. And, and that's almost unfair. Com communicate. So you think you got one down. You think you oh, got it down. Okay, I got this down. The, the next, next one comes along. Eh, not, not a thing like the first one. Is that all you got? <laughs> Bring it. That, that was my oldest daughter. My, my second one, She went when she went off to play by herself, we thought something was wrong with her. Because Megan was always, you know, it was time. She, she wanted your attention all the time. And uh, when Sarah arrived and she went and played in her room, he was like, something's wrong with her. Yeah. Good. But she enjoyed doing things by herself. Um, the, the other thing that I, I, it took me so long to figure out was that whenever I'm have, when I was having a problem with my relationship with e any of them, it often mirrored a problem I was having with the Lord. Mm. And the Lord was addressing an area in my life and in my relationship with him through the, my relationship with my kids. It, it was uncanny. Yeah. It was uncanny. You know, we, all, we, we love the fact that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us until the Holy Spirit pulls your chain on something. And I can't tell you how many times when I'm correcting one of my children years ago, obviously, the Holy Spirit says, hmm, <laughs> hmm. And I'm like, I know, Lord, I know, you know, because I was having that same issue with God the Father that my child was having with their father. Uh, so amen to that. And a good example of it, I don't know if we have time or not, but uh, Caleb played uh, Corey League football, and he was going, there was just one week, he was just having a terrible week. He, nothing was going right. He was just kind of half-heartedly, he was a lineman, half-heartedly blocking, going through the motions, letting people through the line. It was just hard. It was painful to watch. So I, I pulled him, it was in the middle of a game, He on in halftime, I pulled him aside, I said, like, Caleb, what's the matter with you? And you, you, you got nothing, you're not doing anything. It kills me to see you not give 100%. And that's when I got the smack in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. It really kills me to see you not giving 100%. So in Caleb's mm. case, he went over behind the bench and threw up and then went back into the game, and he was fine after that. He had some kind of thing feeling good. He ate Mexican yeah. earlier. <laughs> too much cheese. If you know him, too much cheese. Oh, wow. So to Molly and Ryan, uh, what do you see as – or no, what is your biggest concern in raising future children? So not so much what challenges as much as out in the you know, world, in the cosmos, that you're going to raise these children. What's your biggest concern raising future children, Ryan? It's tough to narrow down to just sure. one thing. Sure, you can generalize. Mm, 
Just keeping them alive more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the great big cosmos was pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of concerns, but then, you know, I don't know. I see a lot of people who have kids, and I think, well, they can do it, I can do it type of thing. So it's, I don't know, it's to be determined more than anything. Amen. I don't know. You don't know? No, I don't. Okay. I mean, Good probably enough. just... Because your next thing is what you see as our current family's biggest challenge. Right. And I think that is my biggest concern in that the society that we are currently in is very, is evil. It's very yeah. evil. And it is, we're inundated by it. We're no longer able to isolate very easily uh, unless you completely go off the grid and turn off your phones and things like that. And our children are being exposed to technology and getting, um, access to those things more early in life and so I think that's my biggest concern is being able to keep them safe from the world and the devil but not ignorant of it you know it's right. stuff right stuff. right it's yeah. a fine line yeah. there yeah. Uh, n not not isolated but insulated you know uh, Larry Sykes used to say that I, I don't isolate my children but I do insulate them and, and amen to that uh, so um, Basically, because we are running out of time, uh, I want to pitch again the challenge to you guys. If you do have this time available, we would love for you to come in uh, and join us. You can interact through the texting. Uh, we would love to have you know other topics from you, things of that nature. Uh, if you do enjoy what you hear, we would love for you to share it. Uh, we would love for it to, to blow up, if you will, on social media uh, to help other people, you know, live for Christ, things of that nature. So lastly here, uh, we got a would you rather. Uh, did any of you come prepared with a would you rather? I do have one. Let's hear it. Would you rather live in the ocean depths or in outer space? And this is given that you can actually survive, survive. in those in, in those atmospheres, out elements, whatever. Ocean settings. depths for me. Yeah. I, am I allowed to leave the dwelling and swim in the ocean depths and come back? No, no, no. Like you live, like we live on Earth. Uh -huh. You either are now a creature yeah. of the ocean or a creature oh, of okay. space. Oh, okay. I'm in the ocean. I'm not in a bubble in the ocean. Yeah. Jar Jar correct. Binks. Yeah, right. There you yeah. Go. Jar Jar yeah. Binks. Give me the ocean. Okay. Yeah. I'd have to say space because currently, like, there's, you know, they say there's more underwater that hasn't been discovered than out in space. But if you live in space, I mean, you can just travel infinitely and you're. Right. Mm -hmm find something eventually to look at but you're going to run out of space eventually in the ocean so there's, there's just more to do i guess in space there you go farther uh, to travel what's that farther to travel for yes sure. ryan you got a would you rather i do it's a little more serious i guess um, imagine well, that's okay. that that's yeah. okay. imagine that ryan's our deep thinker <laughs> would you rather have the pain of rejection or the shame of never having tried mm, the shame of never having tried <laughs> <laughs> Pain Spoken rejection. by the single one on the panel. <laughs> Just saying. You know someone between 20 and 30? Send an application in. Uh, 30. Let's absolutely. 40. The rejection. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Pain rejection. Because, I, I, I mean, I have it. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I, I'm used to it. Yeah. So, and uh, the, the, that's one of the criteria when I'm making a decision. Will I regret it if I don't try? Yeah. If, the, if I'm going to regret it, I, I give it a shot anyway. All right. Gavin, what's yours? Would you rather? So I didn't have a root, would you rather, but but I'm just saying. Seriously. So I've I've got a dryer that's probably 25 years old at the house, and all of a sudden we're having trouble with it. So I called the repair guy and he came in and had a look at it, and he said I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I said well, my clothes keep shrinking it, 
And he, so he looked at it again and says, no, it's not your dryer, it's your refrigerator. <laughs> really? A dad joke. That's Sorry. good. That was an old one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so my would you rather is, would you rather butcher your own food or grow your own vegetables? So carnivore or vegetarian? Well, no, that, I would assume that's different. No, my point is, is that you would you choice. rather take care of your meat by butchering it or would you rather, you got a choice. You're going right. to either. I want to grow a, a garden okay. and then have you take care <laughs> of it. <laughs> Division yeah, of labor. you know which one I'm picking. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we don't have to do without one or the other. No. It's just what no. we, you got to pick one that you're going to do. Butcher. Yeah. Butcher. Yeah. butcher for sure. There you go. All right. I enjoy gardening, but uh, <laughs> as long as there's deer Those around, I'm not going to have a garden. What's that? Those vet school anatomy classes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I'm just saying, was football season couldn't come soon enough since we ha no longer have a professional baseball team in St. Louis. Or at Ooh. least a team that plays like a professional team. Ooh. I'm just saying. Ouch. They've been terrible this year. You got it? I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm not scared of an alien invasion because anything would be better than this economy. <laughs> Shots fired, Ryan. You got it? I'm just saying. Ouch. Uh, what? Oh, I, uh, summer is definitively better than winter. That's my I'm just saying. Really? No. Yep. yep. Well, you work more in the summer, so you make yeah. more in the summer, but I would rather be cold than yeah. hot. You can Google it. Google if more people die in the heat or the cold, and that'll... That'll answer it. True. It's going to answer on my side. Well, if we have shelter, we don't have to worry about dying in either. But see, I never understood that. You get to a point where you cannot take anything else off, whereas in the winter you can always you put more on. on it seems true. like can't but, move very well. Yeah, and that's a, a good point. You can't move very well, and there comes a certain point that no matter how much you put on, it's still just right. It, yeah. it eats through it. You know? yeah. If you're negative thirty degrees or whatever, right. you're dying. There you go. All right. Well, so guys, you have gotten a snippet of Uncle what Gavin we do. Have a, I'm just oh, saying. Gavin, I'm just saying. He's, that, that was my. I'm that was it. He didn't have so. a would you rather. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead there. No, it's okay. So, uh, and Brad it. said he needed out of here uh, by seven fifty-eight. So now seven fifty-six. Yep. God bless you. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, everybody.